Greetings, everyone. This is yours truly, Femi the Storyteller, and I'm back with another story. Before we begin, I'd like to say that uh, I'm trying something different this time. Uh, this is a longer story, and it's, uh, I would say, it's meant for a little kids that are a little older, uh, more like in their teens. Uh, you know, mid twenties or whoever enjoys this, but it's certainly a lot of. It's certainly not a kids. I mean, when we say kids, I mean between three and nine, three ten, three and ten, something like that. But uh, let me know how you like this one. This, like I said, this is different. It's a lot longer than uh, most of my. Well, they were all of my stories actually. Um, so I'm interested in. Um, reading this one because uh, it may, I haven't read it myself, but I'm getting ready to read it. A lot of the stories that I read, by the way, uh, they may, most of them are the first time that I'm actually reading them. So it's a journey that you and I um, are on as well. Um, and like this one, you'll see once I start reading it. Um, but anyway, this story is called Tales of a Yahoo Boy. Once again, it's called Tales of a Yahoo Boy. Now, um, by, by, by the story is by Lanre Babajide. Um, for all that know the term Yahoo Boy, um, it's someone that's, um, I guess, it's a term for more of a fraudster. You know, a fraudster, one that gets over by um, pretending that there's someone that they're not. Usually this takes place on social media, um, dating sites, uh, things of that nature. Um, and if you don't watch out, you'll get taken advantage of by a Yahoo boy. All right, so this is this story is by Lanry Babajide, and um, I'm going to try my best to convey it appropriately. But uh, before we begin, I'd like to, as always, i like to say that I don't own the rights to this story, and um, I will say that um, I don't own the rights to this music, but uh, I'm going to not have music um, this time. So I'll be back. Thank you. Our politicians are corrupt. There's massive unemployment. The level of poverty in the country is alarming. Nigeria is in trouble. The next election is going to be a joke. Our politicians will just rig as usual. Tade listened as his friend rambled on about Nigeria's social political problems. It was not the first time, and sadly, it was not going to be the last time he had heard something like that before. In fact, he had been hearing similar things since he was a kid and it now sounded like a broken record in his ears. He was in a clubhouse with his friends, 
and they were all having a nice time. It was early in the evening, around 7 p.m., and there was music everywhere. He sipped from his glass of beer as he conversed with his friends. And when it was around 8.30 p.m., he went back to his room in the Agbowo area of Ibadan. He was a 300-level student of mechanical engineering of the University of Ibadan, and he was in his first semester. He shared the room with three of his friends. When he got to his apartment, his roommates were around and they were watching movies. However, he was not interested and so he just slept off. When he woke up in the middle of the night, he was surprised to hear one of his friends, Henry, talking in a feminine voice with someone on his mobile phone. His voice sounded so feminine that anyone that did not see him will believe it was a woman that was talking. My dear, I'm really lonely here and I wish I could be with you now. I love you so much and I think about you every time. He said in a sweet feminine voice. As he listened to the telephone conversation, he deduced that the person on the other line had promised to send him some money. And this made him to be inquisitive. Henry, what are you doing on the phone? He asked when his he asked when he finished his phone call. That was a maga. He will soon send me some money. He replied with a smile on his face. What do you mean by that? Well, you should know by now. He thinks I'm a woman and he wants to date me. That is what most boys are doing. I thought you knew about all this by now. He replied. At this juncture... Tade asked him more questions about what he was doing, but Henry was rather elusive and did not answer him very well. A few days later, he actually accompanied him to the bank where they collected the money by Western Union money transfer. It was a large amount of money, 25,000 U.S. dollars. And he could not believe his eyes when he saw it. As Henry gave him part of the money, he was stunned and did not even know what to say. Tade was from a poor family and he often had to do his do odd jobs in order to be able to pay for his education. His family was based in Lagos and his two of his older brother and sister, who were university graduates, were unemployed. The third had a job, but it was a meager, it was meager and was not even enough for his transport fare, transport fare to and fro from his place of work. From childhood, 
He hated poverty and he vowed to get out of it no matter what. He was a hustler by nature and when he was not attending lectures, he sold recharged cards to passers-by at the school gate in his spare time. Also, he occasionally rode commercial motorcycles, or kada, in the weekends in order to make ends meet. Due to his persistent poverty that never seemed to go away, he finally persuaded Henry, his friend, to teach him the intricacies of internet fraud. He wanted the good things of life, and so he eagerly learned it with all of his heart. His first victim, or Maga, was a man called John Stones, who lives in Massachusetts in the United States of America. He simply lied to him. He was a lady and sent him nude pictures of a woman that he had downloaded from the internet. It took him three months to get money from him, but it was worth the effort. It was only 800 US dollars, but that was a handsome sum of money in Nigerian currency. He screamed in ecstasy the day he received the money through Western Union money transfer at the bank. He left the bank, ran down the streets, and then went to eat in a fast food joint. He had not handled such an amount of money before, and he could scarcely believe his eyes. As every young man would do, he decided to enjoy himself with the money, and so he organized a big party in a nightclub in Dubai, a place in Ibadan. It was a big party and a, lot, and a lot of scantily dressed ladies were all over the place. He brought the most expensive wine and he and his friends drank themselves to a stupor. In fact, in his drunken state of ecstasy, he poured some of the wine on the floor in order to display how rich he had become. Afterwards, he simply went on a spending spree and like the biblical prodigal son, he finished the money in a short period of time and then he needed more money. As a result of this, he fully immersed himself in internet fraud and spent a lot of time in front of his newly acquired laptop looking for one victim or the other. In fact, he stopped attending lectures regularly as he somewhat lost interest in his studies. He was into ladies by now, and one of his favorite lovers was an Igbo girl called Beatrice. Uchendu Beatrice was a tall, fair-skinned, and voluptuous lady who was often scantily dressed and was very carefree. He made a lot of money anyway, and after a few months, he rented an apartment for himself in Agbowo, and his girlfriend Beatrice often visited 
him there. Department of Engineering, University of Ibadan. The lecture had been long and boring, and he was glad when it was finally over. His best friends in class, Chukuma and Dayo, were sitting beside him, and they were surprised he bothered to come to class today, as he was known to be a truant. After the class, the three friends went to his newly rented apartment inside Agbowo. When they were inside, his two friends engaged themselves in a quarrel that seemed very interesting to him. Chukuma was a very intellectual friend of his who often voiced out his opinion on various issues. Look, going to see a babalawo to do charms is backward and superstitious. These charms don't work. I mean, the other day, I heard that people are now using ladies' pants as charms in order to make money. This is pure superstition. What you can call juju is nonsense and the product of primitive African thinking. He said, Mr. Professor, all this your philosophy you have lent is affecting you. Look, African juju is real. I pray it does not affect you one day. There's a girl in Portacourt who was used for rituals by one of these rich politicians. She was a runs girl that sleeps with rich men for money. Unfortunately, she fell into the hands of a ritualist and she went missing. When she was found, she had run mad and her parents had to take her to a pastor for prayers, Dio replied. That is rubbish and superstition. The problem with us in this country is that our world view is not scientific. This stuff of yours cannot be proven scientifically. The world is scientific. Stop all this bowder dash. At this juncture, they descended into an argument. Tade did not say anything as he had not really thought about it before. And it was and he had and he really had no opinion about the issue. Agbowo Ibadan. It was a cold morning and Tade rolled on his bed. He had spent the night with one of his numerous girlfriends and he really enjoyed himself. A few minutes later, his phone rang and he knew who was on the line. It was his best friend, Henry, and they had an important appointment. He sent his lover away and went to his place immediately. Soon the two of them were going out of Ibadan to Ijabode. He had told him what they were going to do, and after thinking about it for some time, he had decided to consent to it. When he got to Ijabode, they went to a house located in a small town called Itulupe. 
When they entered, they saw a middle-aged man sitting in the middle of various fetish items and occultic paraphernalia. There were various carved idols in front of him, and generally, everything about him looked sinister. Ah, my son, you have come today, he said. Yes, Baba, you know I will always come to you, he replied as he and Henry prostrated before him. At this juncture, the two young men sat down on a stool that was on each side of the witch doctor. So, my children, what do you want again? Henry, who is this young man you have brought here? I am glad you are here anyway. It is not anything, Baba. It's just my friend. We are into Yahoo business together. And you know it is not easy to find Maga. Yes, my son, replied the witch doctor while waving his head. Well, Baba, what I want is a charm that I will put in my mouth so that whenever I ask those white or Oyibo people for anything, they will give it to me. Generally, I want those people I meet on the internet to do whatever I tell them to do. He replied as he demonstrated what he meant with his hands. Well, my son, that is very easy. I will give you these charms, he said. At this juncture, he brought out some charms from the bag in front of him. They all looked strange and sinister, and he was shocked when he saw it. He took one of the charms in his hands and said, Look, this is our foreshare. Put it in your mouth when you are talking to white people. They will always do what you say. He also gave him a bowl and told him to put his legs in it when he was talking to one of his magas on the internet. After this, Tade and Henry brought out the pictures of the white people they were trying to swindle. The man took the pictures to a table located at the corner of the room and then started chanting incantations on them. He chanted incantations for around 15 minutes and then he smiled and said, These people will hear your voice as long as they live where the sun shines. After this, he gave them further instructions on how they will use the charms and they left. 411 Nightclub Bodija Ibadan. Tade sat down in the 411 nightclub with his friends and they were having a nice time together. Henry, in particular, had made some money from his criminalistic activities and he had attributed his success to the efficacy of his charms. There was a large bottle of beer in front of him and he drank from it with music blaring around him. Tade was lively 
and he went from one topic to another. After some time, the topic switched to the fact that internet crime, popularly known as Yahoo Yahoo, was not really good. Tade did not really have anything to say about it, but Henry, on the other hand, was very outspoken on the issue. Look, I don't see anything wrong with Yahoo business. The white man has always exploited Africans right from the days of the slave trade when they carried our forefathers away while paying them back in their own coin. The white man is even still exploiting us and America and Europe are part of the reason Nigeria and Africa is poor. Also, I don't see anything wrong with using charms against them. Our charms are, as they call it, fetish practices are working. Let us use what we have. If we don't have technology, at least we have African charms and magic. That is what is called African technology. Let Yahoo carry on, Jare. After all, the government does not provide jobs for anybody and internet crime is in itself can be seen as a form of poverty alleviation. He said, while sipping from his bottle of beer intermittently. Most people agreed with his line of reasoning except for one middle-aged man who sat on a corner of the nightclub. He expressed the opinion that internet crime was not good, but most people did not agree with him. New Life Church, Jericho, Ibadan. The church was rather big and expansive with many people, particularly youth, inside it. Tade followed his friend Henry to church as he enjoyed the convivial atmosphere. He saw one of his numerous girlfriends in the choir and he waved to her, but she did not see him. Henry was also in the choir as he was dressed in black suit as he sang with the choir. The young man that was preaching was a dashing, handsome, fast-talking young man. He sounded intelligent and articulate. Towards the end of the service, he paused and said, You should learn to give to the Lord. Giving is the secret of receiving. If you give to the Lord, you will become a millionaire. The Lord has laid it in my heart that there are 10 people here who can give 200,000 naira to the church project. At this juncture, about 15 people came out to make their pledges. And to his surprise, his friend Henry also came out to make his pledge. In his heart, he wondered if the pastor knew that Henry was into internet fraud and in fact, money rituals. After the service, he went to see his girlfriend that was in the choir, Beatrice, and she ended up in his place for the night. She was one of his best lovers and he really had a nice time with her. 
She was a funny and vivacious lady, and she always had something to say. When he told her that he was surprised that a Yahoo boy like Henry was an active member of the church, and in fact, he was donating money to the church, Jane chitted him for his ignorance. She told him that a lot of young men who were attending the church were into internet fraud, and in fact, it was an open secret. Tade liked what he heard anyway, and from that day on, he started attending the church regularly. Tade and Henry were in the witch doctor's shrine again in order to reinforce their charms. Tade did not really like using charms and fetish objects, but whatever the witch doctor was doing seemed to be working and they were making a lot of money. And so he set his reservations aside. Henry, on the other hand, took to it like fish to water. He was greedy and he wanted more money as what he realized from his internet crime was now too meager for the kind of expensive lifestyle he had developed over time. The man, as usual, said all sorts of incantations and gave them even more fetish objects. But what he res- requested for at the end of the day shocked him to his bone marrow. Henry, on his part, was unperturbed anyway. And in fact, he was eager to do anything that will fetch him more money. Tantalizer. Mokola Ibadan. The Hummer Jeep drove in front of the fast food joint with tainted glasses. The car was a thing of beauty and it strolled along like a beauty queen to everybody's admiration. It parked in the parking lot and a beautiful lady alighted from it and then the Jeep drove off again. Immediately the car drove off. She started tearing her dress and she became naked. She also started dancing to non-existent music Supplied by, supplied by her imagination and then she, she started shouting and running around. In a nutshell, she had run mad. She was now in her pant and bra and after running around for some time, she sat naked on the floor and kept on shouting. A large crowd gathered and people felt sorry for her. People said that people said different things. Some people said that she had been used for rituals. She had been used for rituals. In fact, there was an attempt to get the car that dropped her, but the car had sped off and nobody could catch up with it. A few days later, Tade accompanied Henry to the bank as he deposited a huge amount of money at the bank. When they got home to their residence in Abuwo, Henry took him aside and said, Look, 
You may not believe me, but using that girl for charms worked. Ever since we made that girl run mad, money has been flowing into our arms anyhow. Chukuma is wrong. The charms are working and I'm getting richer. But you made that girl to run mad. That was very wicked of you. I mean, I don't even know what to think. That girl has a family and you are very wicked. Look, I don't care. Life itself is not fair. I rubbed the charms on her private parts and after making love to her and now all her destiny has been transferred to me he replied look i used to think all of this is superstition but now i don't even know what to believe if chukuma was around he would say the girl was suffering from some psychotic or psychiatric disorder but maybe your charms did the damage on her. Anyway, we are making money. But we have to be careful as you, Henry, are getting too sinister, are getting too sinister for my liking. Tade replied. Ring Road, Ibadan. The music was loud, soothing and enchanting. His best friend Henry was now a millionaire. In fact, he built a new house recently to everybody's surprise. And as a result, he organized a big party to celebrate his latest achievement. There was alcohol everywhere and Henry, on his part, drank to a stupor. His girlfriend, Stacey Mbaku, was by his side and he kissed her as he drank from the bottle. As Stacy was on his laps, she tapped him by the shoulder and said, Look at the door. As he looked towards where she was pointing, he could not believe his eyes. Some policemen with guns were standing at the door. The whole place was now silent as a grave yard, as everybody was shocked. Before he had the time to say anything, they handcuffed him alongside some of the young men at the party, including Tade. Nemesis had caught up with him at last. The witch doctor, or Babalawo, had assured him that he would not be caught, but time had proven him, proven him wrong. The police investigated their case and what they discovered even took him, Tade, by surprise. They found out that Henry was actually into money rituals. In other words, he was killing people for money rituals. In fact, he, Tade, was linked to the crime. However, after further investigation, he was exempted from it. But then he was found guilty of internet fraud, impersonation, obtaining money under false pretenses, and other crimes. Their judgment was fast and swift. The evidence was too obvious. You are hereby sentenced to 18 months 
in jail without an option of fine. The judge said with an air of finality in his voice. On this particular day, Tade broke down in tears and he did not even know what to say or think. Henry's punishment was harsher. He was sentenced to seven years imprisonment. As the policeman led him to jail, he felt ashamed of himself. I go to prison, Ibadan. Tade walked out of the gate of the prison with a sigh of relief. His mother and brother were waiting for him. The prison warder escorted him to the gate and he hugged his mother and brother with tears in his eyes. His mother could not totally condemn him because the money he made with his illegal business was used to pay for the rent of their house. They were staying in, in Isolo, Lagos, and in general to take care of the family. When he, was, when, when he was back in Lagos, he visited some of his friends and they tried to persuade him to go back into internet crime. They told him that if only he had been smart enough, he could escape the long arm of the law. In fact, some of his friends were still very rich and they had not been caught for their crimes. He incidentally was now back to square one and the temptation of going back into crime was very strong. A few months later, one of his friends took him to a beer parlor in Isolo, Lagos. And as usual, the most people were discussing football and politics. A young man called Dele was leading the discussion. Look, man, the country is still in shambles. According to the United Nations report, Nigeria is now the poverty capital of the world. Around 70, 75% of Nigerians now live below the poverty line. The former governor of Lagos State stole 9 billion naira from the local government funds. This country has no future. Tade had heard something like this ever since he was a kid. He thought of his own future and how he and his family could get out of poverty. His elder brother was earning peanuts in his newfound job, and his older brother and sister were still unemployed. At this juncture, he wondered if he should go back into his life of internet crime. After all, some of his friends had not been caught and they promised him they would teach him how to outsmart the police. As he sat in the beer parlor, he realized he was in a dilemma and wondered what was next. Wow, what a story. What a story. As I said, this is a this is a story about internet crime people into internet crime in Nigeria um, called Yahoo Yahoo you know ones known as Yahoo boys you know fraudsters you know every every culture every area has their own uh, you know nicknames for these 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 people but uh stay far away from them <laughs> stay far away from them.
You know, do your, do yourself a favor. But yeah, back to the story. I hope you liked it. As you know, this is my longest story yet. As I mentioned before, this is particularly not for the 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 age range that I normally go for, but you know, I decided to you know, give this a try. You know, maybe I may stick to stories this long or maybe not. But you know, just reply. Let me know how you feel about it. Let me know how how it is, you know, um, and how I can improve. As I say all the time, I'm here for you. Let me know. So signing off, yours truly, Femi the Storyteller. I love you all, and um, I'll see you very soon. Bye for now.